Hey, Love Tribe, get excited for another great episode with Chase and our special guest. But before we start, I wanted to remind you about our amazing and free 14-day happy couple challenge. I don't know about you, but with the upcoming holidays, I'm feeling this hectic energy and I'm craving some grounding, fun, and meaningful connection with my partner. So whether you've been with your partner for many years and you're needing to mix things up or you're a newly coupled and you're looking to dive in to learn more about each other, the 14-Day Happy Couple Challenge is perfect for anyone wanting to deepen their relationship and have fun while doing it. So head on over to our website to sign up. You can start connecting deeper physically and emotionally today over at idopodcast.com slash 14 with our simple, easy, and doable daily challenges arriving straight into your inbox daily. This free 14-Day Challenge will help you break the old habits and build new engaging habits that will push you to create a deeper intimacy with your partner. Sign up today for free for the 14-Day Happy Couple Challenge to start strengthening and improving your relationship today. Head on over to idopodcast.com slash 14. That's idopodcast.com slash 14 to sign up for our free challenge today. Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to today's show where I welcome Najma Korami and she is the founder of Gratitude Circle, which is an app, a website and a hotline. And Ms. Karami is an award-winning author and her studies include John Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health and Harvard Business School Online. And as a public health professional, she has worked for the Center for Global Health and Diplomacy. And as an author, she has written two books, one for children and one for adults, describing self-care strategies and reasons to be grateful. And you guessed It's Thanksgiving time. We talk all things gratitude. And I know for me personally, just reminding myself of the things to be grateful for is such a positive tool to just almost instantly feel better because as I talk about in the show, it's easy to focus on the negative, whether that's in our relationships, at work, or just in life, you know, and it's not to say that negative things don't happen and, and it's okay to have negative feelings around it. But if we're able to focus on what we're grateful for, especially in those moments, I find it's very valuable to kind of flip the script, flip my mood and just improve my life, improve my relationships. So we hope you guys are having a wonderful holiday season. There's lots to be grateful for. 
And we're grateful for you guys for tuning in, for leaving us those reviews on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to this show. We will be very grateful for you. If you enjoy this show, if you are listening for the first time or you've listened to every single one of our episodes and you enjoy what you're hearing, go on, take a few minutes and leave a review that's really helpful for us. We appreciate you guys. Enjoy today's show. Hi, Najma. Thanks so much for joining me on the show today. Thanks, Chase. Glad to be here with you. Today, we're going to talk about gratitude. And I thought a great place for us to start would be having you tell our listeners why you've really done so much in this area. All of your professional work seems to be centered around gratitude and, and you have an app around gratitude, a hotline. What drew you to focus on gratitude? Um, gratitude started kind of when I began writing really chase for the Huffington Post, um, in my journey, because, uh, when I was researching as a writer for, um, like these self-help articles that I was trying to get young adults to read, um, I wanted them to focus on, uh, the benefits of gratitude after I researched it myself. And then after, um, well, a little bit before that, I had the, taken, you know, some advice from a friend and I started a gratitude journal myself. I saw the benefits. Um, and so I had that experience prior to that. And then when I had researched it, you know, from a public health professional point of view, because I am by background, a public health professional, um, I learned about the research and the benefits and then the writing kind of solidified it for me. And then it kind of became, you know, a subject that I thought was so relevant, um, particularly when uh, um, I feel like people are dealing with a lot of, uh, you know, emotional issues, mental health um, has become a very popular topic lately, uh, especially out of the COVID pandemic. Um, people are facing a lot of mental health struggles. And right now, I'm sure, you know, people are making appointments to check on their mental health, um, therapy appointments, what have you. And gratitude is a very significant um you know, ben, we become a very significant beneficiary to gratitude based on the research that I learned, um, you know, during my time at the Huffington Post. And then, uh, of course, um, uh, extending out from there to my books, et cetera. So it, it just kind of started at that time, Jace. Yeah. Let's talk about what the research is showing. And then I want to dive into ways that we can practice gratitude in our lives. So what are some of the more interesting findings when it comes to the research on gratitude? So um, there's a 2019 study um, actually on gratitude and self-compassion. Uh, it was the journal Mindfulness. Um, and that found that both um, both facets of mindfulness, um, so self-compassion and gratitude, actually enhance psychological well-being. So this Italian study looked at roughly like 500 respondents uh, asking them whether they meditated or not first. And then some of the measures of mindfulness, self-compassion, gratitude, and psychological well-being were determined in both groups. Um, and they used professional scales and questionnaires. And then uh, the study results showed that those who practice meditation uh, displayed greater dispositional mindfulness, uh, gratitude, and self-compassion. Um, so what we're talking about here is uh, how 
uh, meditation can be linked to these two aspects uh, because I think that that specific journal focuses on, um, you know, mindfulness, meditation, um, all the positive feelings that we want to have uh, that are beneficial to us. And so, um, uh, you know, a lot of the research probably shows that these parts um, like uh, with uh, mindfulness um, or meditation in this study, um, maybe actually, you know, I, I'm guessing are linked and, you know, very inextricably in the brain uh, from a neuroscientific perspective. Um, and the research is just beginning. So it's not completely like uh, laid out, but the study like this eventually found that uh, gratitude specifically was, um, and I'm quoting now, associated with positive relations with others, self-acceptance, environmental mastery, personal growth, and purpose in life, end quote. So um, the relations with others specifically is excellent. Uh, I know um, this particular study in mindfulness uh, supports that. Um, a lot of the other research that um, I've looked at supports it as well. And it's, uh, I think um, I've learned, you know, not only the recipient of gratitude is the beneficiary, the giver is also. Um, and uh, it, I think um, it's interesting when we practice gratitude ourselves, we become uh, kind of the recipient and the giver. So <laughs> from that perspective, I think we benefit doubly uh, just thinking about all these benefits that um, this uh, that have been laid out. So um, it's interesting, you know, there's a lot of things we don't know, but there are a lot of things that um, have been laid out. And it it's very clear, again, as a public health professional, why it's so helpful. And I, yeah, so it's it's super, it's super important that we integrate it into our lives, especially with people, you know, having therapy appointments, not knowing how to help themselves. Um, it's a great place to start. Let's talk about integrating it. So how can we start to have more self-compassion? I want to start with that because to me, that's in line with gratitude and you mentioned it in the research. What are some of the ways that we can create that feeling within? Uh, so self-compassion specifically, um, let's see, when we think of self-compassion, we're talking about um how we view ourselves. So this is based on experience, you know, um, uh, sensory input every day, you know, you go out, you present, you know, a certain face to the world and you get, you know, basically sensory input from a neuroscientific perspective of how people view you, how your actions impact others, how those actions influence others to treat you. Um, so my point being um, uh, with, uh, your question, um, self-compassion comes from how we view ourselves and, um, all that sensory input kind of forms how we view ourselves, right? So if we, um, have a good positive view, um, this really feeds self-compassion. Um, and that takes years of work. Um, as a kid, it might be, more natural to have certain feelings kind of pile on and then you, you're still growing, your body's learning. So you don't have everything that you need to actually feel self-compassionate. But uh, as you get older, I don't think kids are not self-compassionate. So I'm not saying that. But as you get older, um, your experiences kind of dictate how you view yourself a little bit differently. Um, so then you start to form 
you know, what could be you know, strong self-compassion or, and at times it gets wavering. So it's not always perfect. It's kind of like how you look, you know, your hair is messy. You don't like your hair, then you're not going to like how you feel that day. So your self-compassion might be less. <laughs> so uh, it, it's, it, it wavers and just like your hair changes uh, shapes every day. So it wavers. Um, but if we have a certain mindset, I think in terms of how we actually, um, how, how we approach living. Um, so I had this quote recently that I came out with and I really liked it. It, I said, uh, life is about stunning moments. Um, so you want to, you want to seize those moments. You want to uh, be those moments, actually, if you can present yourself that way, you know, will those mo- moments and you want to never cease to soften the hearts of others as you do. So um, that quote, I love it because it talks about how you approach life, right? Like every day you want to create with gratitude and self-compassion, those stunning moments and their elements to actually putting that all together. And mindset is a great um, way to actually, uh, if you improve, um, you know, your mindset with gratitude, you can develop more self-compassion. Before we continue on, we're going to take a short break to tell you about our sponsors. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Therapy Online. Unfortunately, life doesn't come with a user manual, but we all know that it would be super handy if it did. I can't tell you how many times I wish I could have just flipped a page in a book to tell me how to handle a certain situation. While our own personal instruction manuals don't exist, I've found that therapy is the next best thing. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of our complex lives. Therapy has been really helpful in my life. I've realized that having an unbiased professional to help me think and work through life scenarios is one of the most valuable things I can invest in. Everyone deserves to feel their best, and BetterHelp makes it easy to get started. It's all the benefits of in-person therapy, plus more convenient, more accessible, and more affordable. They offer video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and after filling out a brief survey, you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Give it a try and see why over 3 million people have used BetterHelp online therapy. Get unstuck with BetterHelp. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash I do. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash I do. We touch on this concept in our episodes frequently. We're better able to show up as our best selves in relationships when our bodies and minds are in a state of harmony. PMS and perimenopause throw a wrench in that whole state of harmony thing. Many women in our community have seen their relationships and their own mental health suffer when PMS and perimenopause symptoms set in. Our sponsor, Happy Mammoth, saw that there was no effective nature-inspired solutions to these issues, so they made one, Estro Control. Relationship Advice listeners can now get 15% off your first order on happymammoth.com with our promo code, I do at checkout. 
Astro Control is a formula developed by Happy Mammoth, a supplement company dedicated to making women's lives easier. Astro Control contains science-backed herbal extracts that help support hormonal health. The way Estro Control eases PMS is pretty interesting. The ingredients help support the liver, and that's where our hormones get processed, especially estrogen. So when estrogen isn't processed well in our liver, women may start having PMS symptoms, like spots on the skin, cravings, and feeling low all of a sudden. Estro Control was created to help women feel like themselves throughout the whole month. Estro Control is made specifically for women who are premenopausal. It's really great for perimenopause when hormones start to fluctuate and PMS can become especially rough. PMS has been a constant challenge throughout my life, from feeling down to sleeplessness to just not feeling comfortable in my own skin. PMS has put me through the ringer time and time again, and I know it's not just me. I've seen my relationship suffer in those times when PMS takes over. Estro Control works to relieve many of those consuming PMS symptoms, helping us regain control. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first month at happymammoth.com with the promo code I do at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the promo code I do for 15% off your first order. Can you describe what you think of when you're describing stunning moments? Yeah, sure. So uh, what I think of is uh, kind of what I've experienced actually this past year is able to go to Italy with um, some of my family and uh, like, it doesn't have to be Italy though, right? Italy's beautiful depending on where you go, but um, a stunning moment is whatever that person finds stunning to them. So it doesn't have to be Italy or a boat or a yacht, it could be, which I don't think, you know, I don't have a yacht, but it it can be, um, it can be a cup of water for someone who doesn't have clean water somewhere. Um, it's a stunning moment. Like it, you just have to appreciate that, um, from that person's personal vintage, vintage point of view. So it can be anything and gratitude creates that stunning moment. Uh, for me, a stunning moment is, you know, a lot of the times we <laughs> chase, it's going to be like a beautiful sky. Like I look at the sky, I'm like, wow, that's beautiful, you know? So um, not a lot of people have uh, access to like a trip, uh, maybe to Europe, but everyone can see the sky. So um, that's a stunning moment that a lot of people hopefully can have. And what's some of the dialogue as far as having gratitude for that and reminding ourselves like, wow, this is amazing. And then how can we continue to tap into that? So the tapping into the gratitude. So you have to have energy, right, to actually focus your attention. So as long as your brain from like a like a sleep, you know, is not sleep deprived, you get energy, then the next day, um, as long as your brain has enough energy, the next day you can focus your attention as long as you do this um, with what I like to call stop, look, go moments. Um, and I've shared this before with um, with students, with presenta- presentations I've had, et cetera, in my books. 
Um, and this is a method that was promoted by uh, brothers David, David Steinle Rass in a TED talk in 2013 or 11, I believe. Um, and it's when you stop uh, in your environment, you look around, you look at something you think, you know, wow, what if I didn't have it? And then you're grateful for it that it's actually in front of you, whether it's the sky, whether it's a pen, whether it's a cup of water. So that, and then you go, uh, you continue with the next uh, action that you're going to do. So that helps really to tap into gratitude. Um, but I was talking about my company because um, if you don't have the energy from day to day, because everyone gets consumed with trying to you know make a living, um, you need to sleep well. You need to have all those other facets to well-being. Um, uh, not need, but it, it helps uh, improve the quality of your gratitude. I think if those other things are going in a positive way, then you can tap into the gratitude. And what I've done personally is use um, gratitude, I think, so frequently that like, I feel like um, I can tap into it really maybe like four or five times a day, like very significantly. And it 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 really like strengthens my my whole outlook, positivity, everything like it's strengthened. Um, my self-care habits, everything falls in line. Um, so yeah, from a personal perspective, I think it, 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 it's, it's very rewarding. I love the stop, look, go and tapping in to that as an exercise. Are there any other kind of reminders or mantras that that someone can use to remember? Because I think it, it's a process of continuing to remind ourselves, right? Right. Yeah, totally, Chase. Um, stop, look, go is probably the best method I find because it, it forces you to do three things. Um, another mantra, um, it could be probably just a try to seize a stunning moment. Uh, I know Maya Angelou had a quote um, that I write about or I use in my book. She writes, Dr. Maya Angelou, about how, um, you know, life is not about uh, all these other things, but it's about the the number of times that, you know, you, you're left breathless by certain moments, or the, the moments that leave you breathless or stunned. So um, I think uh, when we have these stunning moments, um, I think that's very uh, a great way to um, to also look at life. Like you know, you want to and gratitude actually creates the stunning moment. So it's not that you have to have a stunning moment with everything being perfect, but um, gratitude actually creates that. So as long as you can uh, you see that and believe it, then you're going to actually manifest it in your in your own day to day. Uh, outlook. So as long as you're convinced, I'm saying you, you'll, so stop, look, go, and then just seizing the stunning moments. Yeah. And, but I think we need to remind and convince ourselves because evolutionarily we evolved to look for the negative because those were dangers, right? Like our negativity bias. And I was just sharing actually on, on a show I recorded previously today about how 
in the context of relationships. You know, it's so easy to focus on the negative. It just pops up, right? Like those are the threats. It's fight, flight, or freeze. And and we're going to notice the negative, whether it's in a relationship or in our daily lives. And we can kind of counter that darkness with the light of love and with the light of gratitude. To me, those two things are kind of interconnected, love and gratitude. It's like a love for our partner of like, I'm so thankful for how they took out the garbage last night and I didn't have to ask and they always do that and focusing on that rather than the time that they didn't or we're just constantly forced into these stop, look and go moments, right? Like if you if you put it in the context of like, stop, look, go, we're constantly, maybe we're not yeah. stopping and looking, we're on autopilot. And that's that's kind of a dangerous place to be and a place that we can kind of automatically go to a lot of times. And you mentioned mindfulness is that benefit of bringing us to the present moment. And then in that present moment, focusing on what we're grateful for, because it, our hardware and software is designed to kind of look for the threats. Yeah, um, I I agree. Um, so with a one-on-one relationship, I think what would be helpful um, to not run an auto, autopilot, not to focus on negativity, is to find those qualities that, and I was thinking about this, like I guess recently is, that make you feel maybe maybe the word is liberated by that relationship. So with love and gratitude, there's a feeling of liberation. I think that people um, feel with you know their significant others, hopefully. Um, and so, if it's not a perfect relationship, then then maybe like focus on what is going well and what does make you feel that love and gratitude. Uh, hence, feel more liberated. And then does that make sense? Because I think that makes you not run on autopilot with, uh, you know, the negativity. I think it would make you run on hopefully autopilot with like the love and gratitude more. Yes, absolutely. And I think it'd be valuable if you shared with our listeners, they can be personal examples or just things you you like to share, but of things to look for, to be grateful for, because I think sometimes we just, we take a lot of things for granted and uh, maybe you sharing them can just be a helpful reminder. Yeah, definitely, Chase. In my relationships, um, I think I focused on uh, what makes me feel feel like well, how that person makes me feel comfortable with them. Um, so in terms of like, maybe what they do is like, they reach out, you know, with the text um, that makes me feel like, you know, thought of and comfortable. They reach out with the text, which is great. Um, they'll be responsive uh, to texts instead of, you know, not communicate. That makes me feel, you know, grateful um, I think another aspect is uh, them bringing groceries. Uh, that's a great example. I think um, uh, if you get groceries for that person, you know, you could be grateful that you're able to get the groceries for them. Um, uh, that's another example. I think um, you know, getting the car fixed, doing like an emissions test uh, for the other person is a great, just getting things done, um, moving forward. Um, and then in, in terms of not only like chores, I mentioned texts, that's a way of communication. So communication, chores, 
And then like, you know, just uh, other small things like with how they, you know, make you feel like with a simple you know, touch of the hand or a hug. I think those are all important ways that you can feel grateful for, for, for those relationships. Yeah. And I think it's also important to to tell your partner that you feel grateful for those things, you know, like feel that inside is going to feel good. And then if you tell your partner, that's a communication of like, okay, that's nice to know. And they might do it more. They might touch your hand more. And it's just going to help them feel closer to you. Sure. Sure. I think that would, that could help. Um, as long as you're on good terms. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Before we continue on, we're going to take a short break to tell you about our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. So I know you've written a book, uh, a couple books. One is geared towards adults and, and gratitude, but one was geared towards children. It was a children's book. And Sarah and I have a seven-year-old daughter, and I know a lot of our listeners have kids. So what are some of the ways we can teach our kids about gratitude and, and help them implement it? So with kids, I think, you know, kids are very, they're like sponges. So if if you talk about not only gratitude, uh, my children's book is uh, about self-care, but gratitude, if you talk about um, uh, gratitude, just, I guess, simply with them, with the words, thank you. And, you know, uh, you know, we do this uh, sometimes in our family, like having a table discussion uh, during dinner about okay, what, what are you grateful for? Three things that you're grateful for during the dinner conversation, you know, um, you know, someone child might say, I'm grateful for this food, um, or I'm grateful for, um, the, the food that, you know, uh, my grandmother made, you know, when you take them over for dinner. So, um, like grateful lists during dinner time is an excellent example. Uh, that you could teach children the concept of gratitude. Um, and then self-care concepts are also great for young kids. If you kind of uh, describe for them, like why gratitude is good, uh, they could get it because they're like a sponge. Um, and just describing it simply, like with, you know, the things about like, you know, grateful for food, grateful for you know, a good time at the pool, you know, they understand those kinds of things. And then when they describe it, um, you know, they're going to eventually remember those memories and then they could, you know, put it into uh, their outlook. Excellent. Well, I look forward to doing that with Stella. I try to do, at one point, I had a gratitude candle and, uh, her and I would, would light the candle kind of like to have a ritual and talk about the things we're, we're grateful for. So I got to reinstitute that because I let it drop in. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just reiterating the fact that it, it's a constant practice, like throughout the day, reminding ourselves because, you know, that person cuts us off in traffic and suddenly we're angry and we're going down this negative road and be like, Oh, I'm grateful they didn't hit me, you know, mm -hmm. and that could just completely flip 
the situation and our feelings towards a more positive one. And who doesn't want that? And obviously, this is uh, airing during the time of Thanksgiving, where we focus on it, hopefully more on this and not just on turkey and stuffing ourselves, but actually being thankful. Well, those things are great too, they, right? They are. And, and we've got to be thankful for them. But it, it's just such an important thing to remind ourselves about. And you've built a whole app around this. So I'd love for you to share with our listeners about the app in the hotline before we say goodbye. Uh, sure. So the Gratitude Circle app is a social media app uh, that allows users to post text and photos and tag others in their posts. So if they have friends, it's it looks kind of like Instagram, but it functions more like Facebook. Um, so it has a like aesthetics of Instagram, but it looks like Facebook and it's meant to be like a, you know, positive social media trend for folks. And then the community there um, is great because they receive also my um, newsletter that I give out. So anyone who signs up for the app will get the newsletter. And that's the monthly newsletter where I mention our highlights, um, have quotes, talk about everything in the forefront of, um, what we're doing in well-being and gratitude, uh, my books, um, and then how they can access the hotline and the, the 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 achievements of the hotline. So the hotline is a is a number um, people can dial. It's one nine seven nine three one zero five one six two nine seven nine three one zero five one six two. And when they dial, they can actually hear a gratitude message of the day, which changes every day, believe it or not. Uh, and then um, uh, we we actually change it uh, ourselves. And then either they can do that, uh, they can second, they can leave a message of gratitude, uh, leaving a voice message, and then um, that will be um, included in our hotline. Or the third is they can text their message of gratitude um, via, via text prompts, which work very smoothly, efficiently, et cetera. Um, so the texting um, feature is really neat because it, it sends the messages to our custom URL. And so everyone can read messages that people have sent in. And I especially um, hope, you know, you guys do this during um, Thanksgiving and the holidays is to reach out to this hotline and uh, read all the messages um, Again, the number will probably be in the notes from from the link uh, to the podcast. Um, but then uh, the URL is hotline.gratcircle.com. And people can read all the messages that have come in. Uh, and, and a few number of neat things have happened recently with that. And that is that Mindful Magazine is going to come out with a story about the hotline and this December issue, um, the print issue coming out. So that'll be an excellent way for people to also hear about us. Um, GW Hospital actually lists our hotline on their website, um, which is a way to thank hospital staff. And then their hospital newsletter also sends out a weekly reminder about the, the hotline as well, about us as well. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited and I hope you guys check out the hotline, um, call it, hear those gratitude messages of the day, share it with your friends, um, join the app and then, you know, read all the messages too. So you can be left feeling, uh, more motivated, more inspired. 
Very cool. Well, I will be sure to put the links in the show notes and on our website at idopodcast.com. I encourage our listeners to check it out and just pause right now and think about something you're grateful for. It's such a valuable practice. This was a great reminder for me to get gratitude into the front of my life. And uh, I know it will be for our listeners as well. So thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show today. Thank you for having me as always. I appreciate the second invitation. Thank you, Chase. Hey guys, we hope you enjoyed today's show. In case you missed it this week, we are showing our appreciation to you guys by offering 50% off our course, Spark My Relationship. If you visit our website, sparkmyrelationship.com this Thursday through Sunday and enter the promo code THANKS22, you'll get the course for $149. The course is designed to infuse your life and relationship with fresh passion, skills, and wisdom. This self-paced journey is perfect for turning up the heat, having some fun together, and revolutionizing your intimacy and communication. We collaborated with over 15 therapists and psychologists to bring you the strategies marriage therapists teach their clients, including how to eliminate unhelpful old habits, develop mindful awareness to improve stress management, learn unhealthy and successful communication tools, create a deeper, more intimate bond and strengthen your couple microculture and future together. The holidays can be a tense and triggering time of the year, but it doesn't have to be that way. So visit sparkmyrelationship.com for 50% off the course this Thursday, November 10th through Sunday, November 13th at sparkmyrelationship.com. listening to a pleasure podcast for more from our sex podcast collective visit pleasurepodcasts.com